Hello, everybody. We are Matt and Kevin, and welcome to Season 3 of the Believe Overwatch League podcast from the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Please like, rate, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us on all social media at Believe in OWL and at Believe.com. This week, we cover the Nintendo Direct, new laws in China, and an update on the state of Blizzard. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another week of the Believe in Overwatch League podcast. It is Matt and Kevin, as always. We are in our, I guess, our last um news only week for 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 this little bit of time because uh the grand finals and and whatnot are coming this weekend so um hope you've been watching the league hope you've been we'll read the results up to now later on in the episode but like it's currently like they're currently playing right now um i have my uh youtube on in the background just so i can rack up those points and those skins um but I have not really been paying attention to it all because it's it's on while I'm at work. And then when I'm not at work, I have other jobs. And I'm, so I'm, I'm working literally for like, I think, what is it, 19 hours-ish a day, just bouncing between jobs. But um, that's not what you're here to hear about. You're here to hear about what Kevin did in his, his week. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, this week just I actually this, uh, this to the Kevin podcast. We just uh, interview <laughs> Kevin about his life and just everything he does. Hey, uh, I I got up today. Uh, that's it. No, um, but <laughs> so I had the brilliant idea. Um, we're gonna go over it a little bit later, but there was a Pokemon Unite update that happened last night, um, on on Wednesday at midnight, and my brilliant brain and my brilliant people who tune into my stream said, Hey, you should do an update on the, on the Pokemon unite stuff. Um, and then do do a stream of everything that's going live. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, you know what? It's September. It's Twitch season. In other words, it's what they call September where, um, where subscriptions are 20% off of the regular price. So instead of it being $5, it's $4. Um, but that's usually when like a lot of streamers try to make their break. Um, and so my community told me, Hey, if you do a subathon, we will, we will support you. And we'll, I'm like, okay, we'll keep it very simple. I'm like, I will plan for this subathon to be a solid, you know, 12 hours. That's like half a day. That's a lot of games, but it's a manageable. And then for every sub, you can add more time to the time bank, right? And it eventually escalates into something that becomes crazy. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the reason why we didn't record this yesterday, which is our usual day, um, is because I was in the middle of that subathon. I said, okay, we're going to start at noon, and then we'll go to midnight. And then anything after midnight is on my, on my viewers. And uh, yeah, they they did not let me. Uh, <laughs> they did not let me rest. They they were brutal. They were mean. They would wait until like the last hour and then just throw more stuff at me. And I'm like, I mean, okay, it's the internet, Kevin. What did you expect? I, I expected the internet to to do internet things, but um, yeah, an original twelve hour stream ended up being twenty two and a half hours. Ew. Um, it. <laughs> I was planning. I was like, why don't you just go full twenty four? 
I was like, worst case scenario, it's going to be 24, right? And I can handle a 24 because I've done it before. So I was going to prep for it. Didn't get any sleep the night before. So I was like, okay, and, and hopefully they'll have mercy on me. Uh, they didn't. Um, but yeah, it was a really great experience for me. It was a lot of fun. Um, I, I could only play Unite. So that was one of the only downsides of it. Um, but other than that, I, I was able to eat food. I, I went for a donut run in the middle of my, <laughs> my uh, subathon. Uh, we made food. We made lots of food, actually. Um, but yeah, it was just really, it was a really fun like event, and so I'm I'm glad that a lot of people turned up and supported me. Uh, what about you, Matt? How was your week, and how's uh how's work? I have too many jobs. <laughs> I just I have too many jobs, and any at any point in time. So let's see. Today, I'm actually planning on working all five of my jobs actually because so i have my day job which is the dc thing so we're gearing up towards dc fandom which is like dc's online comic con um had it last year i guess there were two of them last year i don't know the exact specifics i wasn't working for them then um but they're doing it again this year they're doing it a little bit different so it's not like a 24-hour thing it's just like i think a three-hour thing stream thing where they're gonna just like dump a bunch of shit about what's happening with DC on the world. So I'm expecting um, some sort of trailers for some things. I don't, we don't know exactly what's coming out yet. And even if we did, I wouldn't be allowed to tell you for fear of losing my job. So um, we don't, I don't know what's coming and I wouldn't tell you if I did. If I told you, I'd have to kill you. One of those kinds of things. Oh my, I'd never said that before to someone in, in a serious sense. But yeah, if I told you, I'd have to kill you all. So let's not do that. Um, and so been working for that. Then I have my journalism stuff. I'm like working, I had a few articles I had to work on these past two weeks. Um, one of them was about uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. I did a, an article about uh, a local creator that I know about that she does. Um, she's a director and a comic book creator. She created her own universe of like Latina superheroes. So I did that. And then there's a film festival coming to Santa Clarita that I've been doing an article for that. Um, and then I have my film festival stuff that's going on. Like the festival started today on Thursday. Um, and so I've just been doing online things. I'm not going in person until Saturday and Sunday this week and then Saturday next week. Um, so that'll be fun. Earning money, going to little Tokyo. You know, I'm only a little Tokyo one day. The rest of it, I'm in LA live at the Regal there. Um, so I get to work in a movie theater, even though I haven't been to watch a movie in a movie theater in almost two years at this point. Hooray. Um, and then I just have the podcast stuff. So that's uh, that's all five jobs. I'm again, I'll be working every single one of them today. So um, if I did any more things, I would probably die because as it is, I'm only getting like five hours of sleep a night, which is fine. But like. I would like to not be as stressed as I am, but I mean, as soon as, as soon as next week's over, I'm pretty much done with the film festival stuff. Just like a couple of like reports and stuff to do afterwards, but it's mostly done. Um, and then I'll be able to sleep some more again. Hooray. Yay. I've uh, like no time to play video games though. Like I've, I've been tinkering with like when I just have a couple minutes just to breathe, I've been tinkering with Wario to see if I, if I really hate it as much as I do. And I think I do. I think this is probably going to be like the first time 
that I'm actually just going to trade in a game and just use it for store credit. Cause um, what's it called? Just came out uh, Diablo two. Um, and I never played that one, but I've heard it's fantastic. So I might get the remaster and then Metroid dreads coming. So that I'm excited for. And hopefully that won't let me down. Like this Wario game has let me down. There's like only a handful of characters that you should actually ever play as. Yeah, that's very true. There's a lot of characters who are just like, I, I hate this mechanic. Why Why are you here? <laughs> like, who approved this shit? Come on, Nintendo. You wanted the game to be that. harder. You're better than that, Nintendo. Like, like harder is harder is one thing. Absolutely stupid is another. Like, nine, again, 9 volt. Why? Exactly. Why? And it's like, at this point, I, I feel a little bit lied to by some of the reviews I felt I've seen online because like everyone's talking about like, I, I looked at a bunch of different reviews before I bought it because I had a weird feeling about this game. Um, and all the reviewers like, this is undoubtedly the best Wario game that there's ever been. And it's like, I've only played one other WarioWare game and it's not even, this game is not even in the top two of those two WarioWare games. Like, WarioWare Touched is a thousand times better than this game will ever hope to be. So, that's my hatred for WarioWare. <laughs> yeah, I, I could feel that. I, I've only played a little bit of it, um, and I, I, I feel like there's a lot of characters who I d never want to go back and play again. <laughs> but, yeah, if my audience wants me to maybe take a shot at it, maybe I'll try to finish and just see like what the ending is. Um, see, but feel, other than that, like I, I don't even streaming, know. I feel like for streaming, you could just have your streamers pick which characters you're forced to play. Yikes. And what mini game series that you're going to play. So I feel like for you, for a streamer, it's probably like worth it to do that. Cause you can have just, you can be masochistic and have your your sadistic viewers just ruin your ruin your day with like nine volt and cotton cat and anna and mona the entire time um but for me like i don't stream i just play casually it's like i'm not having fun i'm only playing ashley the entire time pretty much yeah plus like i'm i'm totally down to like one for one for the new mario party to be mm -hmm. honest But on the subject of Nintendo, we had a lot of Nintendo news today, Kevin. The Nintendo Direct was today, uh, which for me, honestly, I did catch live. I was probably asleep, uh, but I did watch the recap of everything. Um, we're going to this is in no particular order. This isn't even in the order that it was announced. Um, there's just a lot of things that we have to unpack from this. And so. First thing is, uh, yeah, the, the, the Mario movie. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Miyamoto showed up and he's like, hey, what's up? I got something. And I'm like, uh-oh. Uh, uh and he's like, you remember Illuminations, the ones who got the minions and stuff? And I'm like, uh. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we're making a Mario movie with them. Holiday 2022 is the official like release window. So we don't know, you know, which holiday, but most likely it's going to be like December of like 
2022 and hopefully we get it around then um at so first whenever, whenever someone says holiday they usually talk about like christmas what if they're referring to hanukkah this time yeah it's just like hey we're gonna do halloween <laughs> like it, 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 it could be any holiday it could be like easter like <laughs> you're gonna be a little bit more specific um but the cool thing is like I don't know if it's cool, um, but it's not. Uh, it there are a lot of really interesting voice picks for this uh, for this movie. Yeah. Uh, for for a lack of a better <laughs> better term, uh, interesting. Um, first of all, uh, Chris Pratt as Mario. That's uh, that was the first one. I can't see it. I yeah. don't see it. Um. Yeah, and then Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach. The only reason I will ever watch this movie is for Anya Taylor-Joy because I have made a solemn pledge to watch everything that she's in. Um, <laughs> yeah, I said that was like a solid pick. Uh, you have Charlie Day as Luigi. I can get behind this one. Um, okay, some of the some of my funner picks that are that come later down the line. Uh, Jack Black is going to be Bowser. I can kind of see it. I can kind of not. I I don't. I feel like. Bowser should have a much deeper voice than Jack Black yeah. does and more sinister. Like, I love Jack Black. He's fantastic. He's also a Bruin. Um, his mom is a fantastic science lady. I love Jack Black. I just, I don't, I feel like Jack Black's not menacing enough. Yeah. He's just like the fun fat uncle you have. Yeah. And I don't know if, you know, Bowser em like emanates that. He's, he's supposed to be like the sinister bad guy. Of the series, but we we don't know what role they're playing in this new movie either. So, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to take a peek at that. Um, Keegan Michael Key is going to be Toad. I didn't Try, ever see Toad as a that. black man, but <laughs> I don't hate uh, it. Obama's <laughs> hate translator is now Toad. <laughs> He's just going to be Peach's hate translator. Yeah, although I don't I, think I someone as pure that. as Anya Taylor Joy is capable of hatred. Um, and then the last one is um, Seth Rogen is going to be Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. That's, I think, the the second most fitting casting you could possibly have done in this movie. You just I, I just want to see stoner, <laughs> stoner Donkey Kong. See, I could see him more as Bowser, honestly. Yeah, Seth Rogen as Bowser would probably be I a little bit more. I could see Jack Black as Donkey Kong. Yeah, just a quick depending swap. on which kind of Donkey Kong. If he's playing like antagonistic Donkey Kong, maybe not as much, but still there. But yeah. like, I can. I I think they should have switched those. But yeah, we definitely have to see what they decide to do for the movie. Um, but that is, you know, December twenty twenty two. When we're supposed to be getting that, so um, see, one of the problems that I, we are already have is well, one, I hate Illumination. Illumination is the studio that did um, Minions, Despicable Me, uh, they did Sing, they did Secret Life of Pets, they did um, Angry Birds, and it's like all these ideas pretty much taken together. Like the original Despicable Me was interesting because it was unique then they just milked it to hell for all it was worth so 
I hate Illumination. I refer to them as shitty Pixar and they will never be anything to be but shitty Pixar no matter what they do just because I hate them with a burning passion. Um, but like I, I, I can understand why Illumination is the studio that they're going with because Illumination I'm pretty sure is owned by Universal or if not yes. owned, they have a very close partnership and now Universal's doing all of the, the Nintendo Land stuff. So business-wise, it makes sense. Um, am I expecting a quality product from them? Absolutely not. And then the other problem is you have the voice of Mario, Charles Martinet, being casted as surprise cameos. You literally have the voice of Mario in this movie not playing Mario. It's like, why? Like This, this makes less sense to me than casting... Uh, then having Rafe Fiennes, or I don't know how you pronounce his last name, but he's he's the voice of Voldemort. And you have him in the Lego Batman movie playing Alfred and not playing Voldemort. Why? I don't understand this movie, Kevin. Yeah, neither do I. And um, it, it's totally fine, though. I'm, I'm definitely going to take a shot and see what it's like. But yeah. I... And I don't know if this is going to be something that's going to last, uh, you know, further past like, hey, that this movie existed. Um, yeah, kind of like the live action Mario kind of deal. It, it exists, but we kind of want to forget that it did. Uh, we'll, we'll see if this becomes, um, you know, falls into the same category. I will watch it for solely for the sake of Anya Taylor-Joy. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not jazzed. We on our work chat, um, people had feelings, and I think one of my favorite ones was in reference to the Sonic movie. Um, it's like we already bullied a major studio to make sweeping changes to an animated move uh, character once. I think we can do it again. <laughs> so, um, yeah, th- th- those are those are our feelings on this Mario movie. Yeah, and can we get The Rock as uh, as Rosalina as well as uh, Kevin Hart as Yoshi? See, people um, wanted to see really The Rock nice, as, as Diddy Kong. We were making jokes that, like, end credit scene, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson would play Diddy Kong. <laughs> and, I mean, he already played Bambi for SNL. He can do it. He can do, he can do it. Yeah, just give him true method acting there. Um, But that was one of the most... That was the only thing that was not game-related in the Nintendo Direct. Um, there's a bunch of different game stuff. Um, I'm only going to go over a couple uh, bigger points that I saw um, throughout this trailer. Uh, the first one that I wanted to mention that wasn't even that I didn't even write down was uh, Bayonetta 3 is confirmed. Uh, we don't know when we're getting it, but yeah, if you, if you like Bayonetta, we're, we're getting that. Um, we have Zelda Age of Calamity. There's going to be a second part of the DLC. Um, they showed off a little bit more of that. If you're into those, you know, Dynasty Warriors hack and slash kind of games, uh, this is just more for the story. If you want it, um, Splatoon 3 it was the big announcement closer to the end of the Direct. Um, we're, we're getting a new, like, potentially ma- mammals are found again. That's something that they, uh, they, they hint towards. So we'll we'll see what happens with Splatoon. Um, one of my, the one of the ones that got me really excited was the trailer for the new Kirby game. 
Ooh. Um, so Kirby, the Forgotten Land. Um, it looks very good. Uh, I'm totally down to play this. Even if if they give us like a demo trailer or a demo, um, uh, like literally tomorrow, that would be great. It it just feels. It has all the same mechanics as old Kirby games, but it's like better graphics and it's for the Switch. So totally down. Um, it is 3D, so you have to get used to, you know, 3D space. But other than that, like it's still a Kirby game at heart, which is something that I'm looking forward to. Um, another thing that Omnom people and steal their powers and float like a little balloon boy. I'm fine. Yep. Those are those are showcased a lot uh, in the trailer. So, yeah. You you get you get the the suck and the uh, the spit out abilities. You have the copy abilities. All those things are still there. Uh, for you guys who still play Animal Crossing, uh, unfortunately, I I barely even opened my game. But uh, there I is a new. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I lost it in the move. I don't know where it is. Uh, we're gonna have to go get a new one. But yeah, the the new Animal Crossing, there's going to be a, more announcements coming up in October with free DLC coming in November. So that's all we heard. We we just heard that there's going to be a specific Animal Crossing Direct um, sometime next month. And that's really important. And it's going to be interesting to see um, what they decide to come up with and what new content they're going to be throwing at us. The one that, you know, Matt was talking about initially, you know, Metroid Dread showed off a new trailer for that. So we get to explore new planets, kind of a updated version of Metroid, um, something that a lot of people are looking forward to. The only Me, Metroid I've ever played is is uh-huh. the Prime, is Metroid Prime Hunters for the DS. And I love that. But I know that this is like a very different, like the Prime series was very different than than standard Metroid, right? Like. There was no incessant backtracking that we really, I mean, there was backtracking, but you didn't have to like create or study your own maps. You just had to know where you were going. So I'm interested to play it. Um, I I hope that it's not, like I said earlier, I hope it's not going to let me down like Wario did. Curse you, Wario. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what Metroid Dread comes out with. They said that there's also like extra lore files on their, uh, on their website so make sure to check those out if you are going to go for it um and then this is just a personal pick for me i was like i i was just freaking out over this but uh chocobo gp so if you were uh if you thought hey you know what mario kart is cool and all but what if final fantasy um yeah chocobo gp that's it literally it's uh it's mario kart but with uh with birds and Moogles, and a bunch of other Final Fantasy characters. Uh, it, it looked like fun. It looked really meme and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to pick that up. Um, the big one that a lot of people are discussing, the, the last point that I have written down here, is the last Smash character. Um, a lot of people were expecting you know, an, a full announcement sometime during the Direct, but in the Direct, they said... The last Smash character, it's called the final Sakurai announcement, is <laughs> is called by um by the Smash community. It is the last character, it's gonna be released on October 5th. We're gonna get a trailer of who it is and gameplay trailer and how to play them. So we don't know who it is. 
we just have to count on the days until October 5th. Um, we'll watch Twitter and the internet freak out about it. Uh, we'll see people, you know, light everything on fire. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll have people, you know, why is it an X character? Are you better bring back Sakurai for another one? Kind of deal. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely see uh, what happens here. Okay, who do you think it's gonna be? I, I don't think it's gonna be Waluigi, although that would break the internet. I do. I, I would be okay if Waluigi got a Mii Fighter skin, um, but I don't think that he's going to come as, you know, the last character. Um, the the trend that has been, you know, bringing characters into, into Smash, they have to be, like, iconic in a way, or, like, they have to have been a part of like gaming history yeah um which is a lot to take in and a lot to like think about um we all remembered like originally we were saying like diva or somebody was gonna come from um from overwatch but i i don't think that's gonna happen i i think especially not now yeah especially not now um a lot of people are speculating that it's not gonna be a nintendo party just because they want to yeah wrap up everything else that's around it so i've been hearing a lot of chatter for master chief yeah i'd be i'd be okay with master chief coming i'd be okay with um crash bandicoot coming or spyro um i feel like one of those two would be okay i Um, forgot spyro existed i would be okay with freddy fish uh putt putt uh, pajama sam uh can we (laughs) I'm just kidding. Well, just kidding, but not really. I mean, I'd, I'd be okay if like they were an ensemble cast, um, and they all just came in together. But honestly, I do think that it's gonna be. I, I can lean towards Master Chief just because it is an iconic character, um, that has had influence on the gaming community. So we'll also, see. Is it like the 20th anniversary this year? Yeah, I, I believe so. So it's. It would be a big year to release that. If you could pick any one gaming character, like any character that's been in a video game, who would you pick? Jeez. Um, that's really tough. I would be... Oh, God. Like, video game-wise, I mean, I would... My dream would be to bring Sora in for, for this. But I don't think that they'll bring in another Square Enix character. They did Sephiroth. Because uh, that's also know, Disney too. You'd have to you'd have yeah, to coordinate you'd... with Disney for that one. Yeah, and that's a that's a tough one. Um, I wouldn't also be surprised. Like I I feel like this would be really like out of left field. But Neku, who is also from Square Enix, um. He's from The World Ends With You. That would be another really cool addition to the game. Um, but he's got a lot of different like pieces. Another one that like I, I don't know if people agree with me, but I like Rhythm Heaven a lot. I, I think I talk about it. Um, but the the Rhythm Girl would be really cool to have because you can grab from all the mini games as like her, you know, her kit, which would be really fun. Um, but we'll definitely see what they to do. I don't. I don't know what they have up their sleeves if they're gonna. As long as it's not another Fire Emblem character, I think I'll be okay. Like, as long as it's not like, hey guys, 
Do you remember Byleth? Well, we're we're bringing another Byleth in. It's just like another another sword fighter. Isn't that what everybody wanted? You want another dude with a sword? We can we can do that. And I'll be like, no, please have have mercy. Um. So yeah, it, it'll be really interesting. I I don't know who I would yeah. pick. See, for me, I think this would be insanely funny and the biggest troll I think that Nintendo could. One of the biggest trolls Nintendo could possibly do, but one of my favorite games of all time is Arkham City. So just bring in Batman. Just, just mean, imagine Batman. <laughs> Batman in this game would be insane. Um, I, I would be fine with Batman. I would be fine with, I mean, you could bring in Naruto if you really want to go oh, that wow, direction yeah. and go for like, you know, the Ninja Storm thing. Um, I I would be okay with that. Uh, the biggest meme would be like Jotaro Kujo from from JoJo's. You would probably break the internet if you enjo- if you uh, included a JoJo character in your in your fighting game. Um, but yeah, that that's uh, that's another thing to be thinking about. Um, on top of that, it's also it's also interesting that we have to keep tabs on the the competitor. You know, you have that uh, Nickelodeon Brawl Star game. Oh yeah, that that's around the corner. They've so, been releasing a lot of videos. I mean, like, just every character is getting their own like how to play this character video. Yeah, and like we've been looking at that roster too, just for fun. Um, but I don't know if that's gonna be that's gonna be like you know the biggest like reveal um, or things to think about in that. You can't really grab characters from from there into your fighting game because I think that the point of Smash Ultimate is to like be a kind of like a celebration of gaming. So yeah, it's gonna be really interesting to see what the final pick is. Um, and if so, you know, hopefully this is like the Smash to like I don't want to say like the Smash Bros to end Smash Bros, but like. If we have another Smash Bros, it's going to be under somebody different. It's going to be interesting, and uh, we'll see what happens. You know. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you honestly think about the Nintendo Brawl Stars? Or the the Nickelodeon one? Yeah, didn't Nickelodeon? God damn it! They're both their names are N. Yeah. Nickelodeon. They're both N I. Yeah. Nickelodeon Brawl Stars. What do you think about that? Um, I I think it's okay. I like. I watched a little bit of Nickelodeon. It was like my third pick uh, cartoon after school show uh, channel, so to say. My first pick is Cartoon Network. Then it was Disney Channel, and then it was Nickelodeon. But Nickelodeon did have a lot of really good like uh, properties, so to say, that they can just grab from. Um, right. Like for- so, a lot of forgotten properties. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy, my god. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy make it in, which I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, there, you know, Powdered Toast Man is also from Ren and Stimpy, <laughs> is somehow made it in there. Uh, the Thornberries, you have just like a lot of really interesting picks, and like a lot of people were like, yeah, cat dog. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, this is gonna be really interesting to see how they, uh, how they play the mechanics out here. 
So overall, Kevin, like what are your what are your takeaways and feelings after this Nintendo Direct? Um, but the first thing that I took away from this is like, okay, cool. They're giving us a solid update of like what games are coming and things to look out for, things that are new or things that are, you know, weird. Um and they're giving us just a heads up of like what's to come. And usually like right now is actually a really good time to release this because by saying, you know, all these games are coming out in October, um, it gives a lot of, I would say, younger kids a really good time to set up your Christmas list or your holiday spending spree list, your Black Friday buys, you know, all those things are really important to keep in mind. So um, Nintendo just saying like, OK, these are these are what's coming. This is what's in the future. Um, mark your calendars. And I, I like how they're they're doing that, and they're also giving us titles that we're des- that we're actually like looking forward to. It's not just like oh, okay, like we have a bunch of like mini mini games that we're just okay with. We we just want to have, you know, we give you guys a heads up of everything that's coming out. So moving on, there's there's Pokemon Unite stuff, right, Kevin? Yeah, there's also Unite stuff. This is the reason why I was, uh. On, online for stupidly long um so on november not november i can't i don't even know what month it is <laughs> uh on september 22nd there was a update that they finally released um it was the day that pokemon unite finally hits mobile devices um so if you guys were interested in playing the new pokemon moba and maybe didn't have a switch uh, now is the time to download it and and play as much of it as you can. Um, I am a big fan of this game, uh, as you can tell. So, the way how this worked uh, for us on the Switch side is that there was there was a ten hour update uh, on the twenty first. It the server shut down at two and said, "Oh, we're reopening at midnight for for the global release." And we're like, "Okay," and so I just sat there and waited for it. Um, and then we we got the news. We got we got the update. Um, one thing that happened. There's a lot of little introduction or things, but one of the things that I was surprised that didn't happen is the season didn't reset. Um, oh. I was expecting you know all the competitive scene to like fully reset because now you're introducing a brand new player base into it. So you would think that okay, we're gonna put everybody back down to zero. Everybody's got to play their way back. To the top again and that's what like the main thing that i was focusing on was like okay if it is a full season reset i'm gonna i'm gonna grind back to masters that's what i'm gonna do um but it just didn't happen um but instead we got a lot of new cosmetics um and new things in order to usher the next uh usher all the mobile players into this game so um unite said that oh we have a lot of um new things coming out for you so everybody gets pikachu which is cool um you get pikachu and you get them with a like a little kimono dress thing for for fireworks season so that's really cool um we also have a new battle pass which is something that i was looking forward to um the new battle pass the final item in that battle pass is a Gengar set um, but it's space themed 
So it's like astronaut. I think it's called astronaut zero nine seven because Gengar is number ninety seven. Um, and it's just like a spacesuit for all the evolutions, which is really weird for uh, for Unite because usually it's only for the final evolution that you see the costume on. But this one, you get to see, you know, Ghastly in a helmet, and then Haunter also in a helmet, and then, you know, Gengar gets the full bodysuit. So it's really cool to see all the little animations and stuff that they're adding to that. Um, they added a brand new user interface, so a lot of things are in different places than they were on the Switch. Uh, one thing that really confused a lot of me and my game uh, game development friends was like, the UI, the user interface itself, is smaller. Uh, hmm. It's a lot smaller now, and it's all like right justified. So I understand, like, yeah, lots. Most people are right-handed, right-hand dominant. So you would move everything towards the right thumb. But at the same time, like, if you're on the switch, there's a whole bunch of dead space on like the left side, and all everything is smaller. And you would think that on the phone you would make it bigger so you could at least like see it. Yeah. Um, but it was just really interesting, the different user interface um, and getting used to everything and where everything is placed. Um, they also added these things called Unite Groups or Unite Party. What, I forgot what the official name was. Hold on. I made one. It's called... Da, da, da. It's just a... Oh, okay, yeah. Um, a Unite Group. Um, and essentially, you can have your friends and people... Uh, who want to play with you often all signed to like this tag and essentially are part of a team. Um, it's like a cool like little team banner thing so you can know when people are online and when everybody's hanging out. Um, so yeah, that, that's really cool. And then the last thing is that the spectator mode is back. Um, they, they brought back the spectator mode so if you want to watch high rank players play uh, not including myself but like you can look at certain players and how they operate and like what five man team play looks like. Uh, you can watch some replays. Um, once again, they don't have a fly mode. They don't have a fly cam. So you can't just like zoom around the map and look at certain fights, um, which is unfortunate. They really do need to add that. Um, but it is a step in the right direction. Um, another thing that a lot of players during the initial switch release had issues with is that we were discussing item enhancers and how like it's annoying to have to like in order to get an item to full you have to yep. get these item enhancers and it takes forever to get them um so in this new release they're like whoops we done goofed and then they gave away like thousands of item enhancers uh, throughout like all these daily missions and stuff like that and i'm like okay and so i wasted like a lot of time trying to get these item enhancer pieces uh, just to get, you know, a button that says, hey, we'll max this item for you for free. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, I mean, the damage is already done. I've, I've already I've already done it. So it's really interesting to see um, how Pokemon Unite is listening and how they're trying to make everything work. See, I was going to ask you also, like, on the topic of the, the items, it's like, I was talking with my siblings and it's like, it doesn't feel like this game could ever be balanced because of the way that they've done items and the way that it's kind of like essentially either grind forever to win or pay to win because of, of how you, you level up 
the, the effectiveness of these items. So is it ever going to be a balanced game? It, it really doesn't feel like it. It feels like it's a fun game and it's, it's like a very good introduction to, uh, to MOBAs and stuff like this. And, and it's an introduction. It's a good game for people who enjoy the Pokemon IP, but like competitively, it doesn't feel like it could ever really be balanced. Yeah. And there was something that was really interesting that I saw um, Unite implement. Um, there is a, there's a new item in game um, besides new held items, which I won't go over, but um, they introduced this thing called a trial ticket where essentially it takes your item that you have and it will max it for a certain amount of days. And so at first I was like, okay, this is really weird. Why would you pay for a temporary you know, thing? And then I realized that you could actually use this if you know, the Pokemon Unite company wants to. Um, they can use this in order to have full competitive matches where there are no disparities between players when they play. Like all their all their items will be maxed and everything is ready to go by the time you're ready to actually play in the tournament. So it's better than having to invest and try to like max everything on your own. You just have to understand like which roles you're going to be trying out, you know? So I feel like that's something that is interesting for um for the game overall. Okay, so there there is a way that they could balance it. Yeah, at least at the highest competitive levels, which I'm a little bit more excited for the second that they say, "Hey, we have uh, announced that we we're gonna have like tournaments and stuff." Um, we will supply ticket enhancers for everybody. Um, games will be balanced that way. Like everybody would be fine with that. It's just a matter of, I feel like the next thing is like, if the, there's a lot of things that I have issue with the spectator client. Um, but I think this is just a trial feel right now. If they gave us the perfect, you know, spectator client, this thing would take off in a, in a second. You would have your grassroots. You would have a bunch of people who want to, you know, play. There's already teams that are forming um, and playing in tournaments that are just, you know, did you play these people, you know, signed both ways, right? But mm -hmm. I do feel like there's a lot more that needs to be needs to be done, um, at least from Unite's side, in order to make this a full, um, in order to make this a full and competitive esport. Pivoting completely from stable competitive esports scenes to non-existent competitive esports scenes. Now, um, let's do a little update on China, shall we? Yeah, let's dive into it. Okay, so we previously talked about how for for China it was a a limit of three hours per week for people who were under eighteen. Um, we were talking about how that would possibly be managed. Um, and I did a little digging and, and this is what I found. So the way that it's being enforced is that there are, there's like literally a specific one hour block on three days of the week where you're allowed to play. If you're under 18, it's from eight to 9 PM on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and on official holidays. So literally 
you get one hour a day to play, which is absolutely nothing when you consider like lobby waiting and whatnot. You could like, you can spend maybe 15 minutes to 20 minutes waiting for a good lobby sometimes. So this is, this is extra, extraordinarily painful. Um, in order to be able to play, you are required to sign into um, a network with your real name and age. And after that, there uh, these games are going to use um, facial recognition software to track you to, to ensure that you are who you say you are uh, and that you're not like pretending to be over 18 or whatever uh, or an, on an over 18 year old's account and that you're only playing for the specific amount of time. And this is getting very, very, I mean, China's already very big brother, but this is just getting very, even worse, 1984 vibes from it. Um, children under 12 are completely banned from playing any online game. So this is, again, where that facial recognition software and signing in with your real name and age comes in. So, um, yeah, God, this sucks. Uh, though this only do, these restrictions only apply to online gaming. Um, again, the reason why China is doing this is because they feel like, uh, to, to paraphrase them, uh, excessive online play is bad for the people of China. It, it has detrimental effects to like their health and their stability and their their masculinity and and whatnot. So they're trying to limit the amount of time people spend online to have a more robust population. Um, and this only, again, this only applies to, to playing online. So it, after, aside from that three hour limit, um, for online games, if you're playing single player games or, or games that don't, uh, need an online component or just like free to play games, um, then you can play those for as long as you want. And according to China, it's up to the parents to, at that point to limit their playtime for their health and for their well-being, essentially. Um, another more recent um, update to how China is conducting their, uh, their gaming industry is that on top of limiting the amount of games that are being approved for production and, and new titles being um, developed, China wants to limit... Um, China says obscene and violent content and those breeding unhealthy tendencies such as money worshiping and effeminacy should be removed. Um, so this is like official governmental Chinese policy where they're saying they don't want any effeminate men. They don't want any instances of homosexuality. They want less violence in their video games and they want to focus less on monetization and profit driven mechanics, which I mean, given everything we know about China and how they're very business oriented and money oriented, um, that's extraordinarily surprising to me that they want to focus less on money and profit. Um, the the no effeminate men and the no homosexuality doesn't. It's like it's it's extraordinarily disappointing, but it's not surprising considering what China considers good and appropriate. Like they don't like, for better or for worse, the Chinese censors board or whatever um i think it's safe to say given what we've seen them censor in the past they're pretty racist and they're pretty homophobic like look at what they did with the star wars poster they you had pretty much had to all but remove john boyega from the poster just because he's black um now they don't want any mention of homosexuality in in their media so china's not the best 
place for representation. So not surprised by this. The less violence thing is like, I, I, I feel surprised by that. Um, but yeah, China's not a great place for gaming right now. And the thing is like Tencent, which is one of the biggest developers of games in the world is based in China. They're kind of really leaning into this. I guess, I guess their approach to me seems like by, by kind of cooperating and like taking a forward step and like being a little bit, I think even, um, even more zealous with the regulations than the Chinese government even is. I think what they're doing is they're trying to stay within the government's like good graces. They're trying to be compliant as much as possible so that whatever they do have left, they're allowed to keep and still make whatever little money they can. So, oh man, I, I, the Chinese gaming scene, the Chinese esports scene is really going to suffer from this. Yeah, and I, I mentioned this last week. I feel like a lot of young competitors who want to play the game are just going to move. They're, they're not going to want to be in a country that doesn't support what they want to do as, you know, as a player. Um, if anything, I feel like they'll, they'll start moving to Korea. Um, they might, you know, try to... They'll find a way to play. That's something for sure. Um, and it just really depends on, you know, their parents and if they're open to letting their kid play. But yeah, I don't think this is going to be helpful for, you know, the, the Chinese esports community because nobody is going to be like, how can I describe it? No one's going to just pick up gaming at the age of, you know, at, at the age of 18 and become pro instantly like not even all the players um who play the game are of that age it's a, yeah. it's usually a lot long uh, a lot younger so it's really it's it's really going to hit the future of esports like you're either going to have esports players who are going to be older coming out of china or they're just not going to play for china they're going to just play at mm-hmm. a in a, in a different country or under different rules. What even would be like, I, I didn't dive deep enough into this to under, to look at, I guess the, the consequences of breaking this. Cause I mean, I think these regulations kicked in on September 1st, I want to say. Um, and I, I not, I didn't look into the punishments, but like what, what would, what would even be the, the punishment for, breaking that three hour thing or or for like faking it so that you're you're playing on account that's not like you're playing longer than your age group is allowed to yeah i actually don't know what that would be it's like if you you were caught you were caught playing on a different account now go outside and touch some grass right (laughs) like that's is that is that what's gonna happen it's like you you have to go to you know, you have to go to sports camp, right? Like, or something like that. Like, that would be, that'd be so dumb. But like, eat a I, vegetable. Yeah, here, eat, eat this plate of, eat, eat this asparagus. Like, not, bro. It just, it makes no real like sense. Really, it just, I'm just really confused about why, why, you, like, I understand, like, you want to promote kids going outside, right? But at the same time, like, 
this is something that if they are passionate about, and especially if they're good at it, you want them to to get used to it early. You don't want them to be, you know, stalled out that way. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about it. Like, is theoretically like this? This would require someone to be willing to break the law with you and and do you a favor. Um, but theoretically, if you had someone who was over eighteen and you weren't, and you just wanted to play, um, what you could do is, you, and if they were willing to let you use their account, you could, and they didn't, if they didn't want to play at the time, you could like have them like, you would have to be like in the same proximity as them and whatever system they're playing on. You'd have two monitors, one would be your monitor, one would be their monitor. Like it's, it's doing the facial recognition thing. I don't know if they, you have to like have a webcam hooked up to it, but like if you're playing on your monitor on their account, you could have them just like watch Netflix on the other monitor, but hook up like, but like mount the webcam to their, on top of their monitor. So it looks like they're the ones playing, but they're just watching Netflix while you're off to the side playing on their account. Like, does that make sense as a cheat around the system? Yeah, so like you would give the, you would give this remote control of the, the, the game login to somebody else, which is doable, and then you just have somebody yeah. else wiggle a mouse while watching Netflix, and it'll it'll count. Yeah, essentially like that. Like you're, you're essentially swapping your monitors, I guess. But it, like, is it worth it? I don't know. It depends on the 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 punishment. I mean, I would gladly eat a carrot if it meant I could play another hour of the gaming. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's another thing to really keep in mind. It's like, what is the official? You know, what's the negative? Like, they send you to a work camp. Yeah, like steal your organs. Give you, give you another hour of homework. God. So moving on to a little bit more controversy, um, Diablo 2 came out today. Uh, the remastered edition looks pretty interesting. I never played Diablo 2, but um, I played Diablo 3, and I, I, I enjoyed 3, but I guess the reason why a lot of people didn't is because it just didn't reach the same bar that Diablo 2 set. So I'm hopefully looking forward to getting that. Um, but I looked at some of the gameplay and some of the reviews online today, and every single thing that I looked at they all they all made mention of of the the absolute just garbage storm that blizzard is going through right now and it's like the the sentiment overall was yes this is a fantastic remaster it's just too bad that what would otherwise have been a great release has been marred by all the failures of blizzard's leadership that are tainting it and that's really all that anyone can focus on right now and that's it's unfortunate um so segueing from that into a look at everything that's currently and, and all the new stuff that's happened with Blizzard. Um, so beginning on, I think it was August 24th is where we'll pick this up. Um, so after, and, and I guess this is a little bit before some of the other stuff we've covered. It's like, I, I haven't been as diligent in keeping up with this as I should have been. Um, but so starting in, in August 24th, 25th, um, there were reports that Blizzard was deleting a lot of 
and shredding a lot of the documents and emails that have been requested by the United States government. So that's been some heat on them. And I believe that's triggered a second lawsuit. Um, on top of that, that shredding documents thing, um, the Securities and Exchange Commission, which is a government, United States government um, commission, uh, they're, they're looking into like, like the United States government on top of just the normal lawsuits, the, the California lawsuits that have been filed, the United States government proper is looking into investigating the, the allegations of um, misconduct and mistreatment at Blizzard. Um, Bobby Kodak, I believe, whatever his position was, has been subpoenaed by the United States government in order to testify in court. Um, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission was also looking into this as well. And I believe they're negotiating a settlement with Blizzard rather than going to court for that. So maybe that's a little bit of a break on Blizzard's back. So they all they have to do is just shove money at the problem, probably like they were hoping to do anyway. Um, and more recently, um, one of the producers of Overwatch 2, um, his name is Ch Chaco or Chaco, Chaco Sunny. Uh, left on or is leaving tomorrow, the 21st. Um, he just, he didn't say why. He said working for Blizzard has been an absolute privilege and one of the best experiences of my career. Um, that's not a good time to be leaving Blizzard, especially, well, I mean, it's, it raises questions as to why he's leaving and also with Overwatch 2, I guess being close to the end of development or, or stuck in a little bit of development hell, we don't know. Um, it, it just looks bad and it just, I guess it looks bad on the state of what's going to happen with Overwatch 2. Although an update is supposed to be, pro be provided on the state of the game later this month, so we'll find out then. Um, but so far, that looks to be like where blizzard's at now there's even more investigations and even more people leaving and even more misconduct there that they're accused of doing so it's not a good time to be a blizzard employee yeah it just feels weird to to be leaving i understand like if it's if you're uncomfortable about being at blizzard and leaving but like without really any explanation, it's kind of uh, how how do the Zoomers put it? Um, sus. Uh, <laughs> it, it it is something like that. Um, but yeah, it's just it feels weird if you're gonna be leaving with without a lot of notice, other than the fact like obviously it's Blizzard, so you you you're not really giving an explanation of like why you're leaving, right? Um, and especially like right now, is it to dodge blame or anything or what's going up? And same thing, like same thing applies to, you know, what's his face uh, to Jeff as well. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if Jeff Kaplan has anything to do with, you know, what what is happening at Blizzard. But this all came to light after he left, um, after only he left, too, but he was there. Yeah. So only a couple months after he left, he left and I believe in April. And I believe the, um, I think in July is when the the lawsuit was officially served. 
Yeah. So I feel like that that's also a little bit we we just want to know what's going on, you know. Mm-hmm. So here here's a, a hypothetical for you, Kevin. Um considering all that's happening with Blizzard, all that's in the news, all just the awful things that are going on. Um and, con- and also considering that like we are in a pandemic, a lot of places are ha- our businesses are struggling, a lot of places are not hiring. It's uh, and like a lot of the um the unemployment assistance is running out. Like I know in California, I believe they've already discontinued the unemployment insurance due to the pandemic. Um, but if you're just a normal Blizzard employee, uh, not one of the leadership, not necessarily like someone who's just starting out, but like just the average Blizzard employee, what do you do? Do you stick with the company or are are you comfortable staying there? Are are, are you leave? Do you leave and find someplace that's uh? not so scandalous that's not so in the news and that hopefully has a better work culture or do you stick it out and for the sake of of this job security and just hope that it gets better yeah i do feel like that's a that's an interesting question to bring up because <laughs> if you're going for seniority it might it might be better to stick around during the rebuild but at the same time like Let's say if if the, if nothing goes well at Blizzard um, after this whole event, I feel like the correct play is to find a new to find a new company that does have a healthy work environment for you. Um, you you want to you definitely want to be a part of a company that's like big, um, but there's definitely better work environments that you can be in. So, um, I. It, it's really up to the person. I feel like you want to make the right choice for your career, but at the same time, um, you know, name is also a big thing. Uh, let's just hope that, you know, if you do stick it out, Blizzard fixes their culture. Maybe you have faith in what they're doing, but mm-hmm. um, otherwise, I really don't know how well that will go for uh, your career or what opportunities you will be able to get. Right. And I also feel like it's it's highly dependent on like your it would depend on where you are at life. Like if you're if you're if you need like if you're going through like a medical thing and you need the health insurance, like you're gonna probably gonna stay. If you just had a kid and you need the stability, you're probably gonna stay. Or if you're someone who's like brand new starting out in an industry and you don't really have any ties to Blizzard per se. Um, maybe you had some other offers on the table before you took this job and maybe you're more comfortable leaving. Um, I think for me, like I, I used to work for another paper than I, than I did, um, than I do now. Um, I was only part-time there. I was working there two days a week. Um, wasn't really like, especially I, it was my, I mean, it was the only place that was paying me. So I guess I, I was tied to their, that in that way. And that was like, why I went to work with them every day um, was the only place that really did offer me a job. And so I took it, but eventually it got to the point where just, I lost my job due to the pandemic, but looking at some of the things that they've been publishing recently, um, they just really, I would say that are odious and just don't align with my personal values. So I, I would like to think I would have left, I would have resigned. And I think, I think maybe in this situation, I might have 
I might leave Blizzard if I was one of those employees. But again, that's like very hypothetical. Um, I just I, I wonder how much like what are the the uh, the random employees thinking now? Like, do, are they do they like that their company's in the media all the time for this, or, or is is like no work getting done at all? Are people just kind of like just wait, twiddling their thumbs, waiting to see what happens, or or what's happening? Yeah, people it, are just, just sitting so here confusing. waiting, waiting for just or just getting a paycheck and just sitting there. Yeah, like I've heard uh, that there's no work being done on anything World of Warcraft. Like they're just not doing work. I mean, if it's if you get to just sign a piece of paper and get a free paycheck, I mean, that that's something. But I don't understand why you would stay in an environment that has this much, you know, heat on them. Um, it must be exhausting, like, you know, stepping outside and having reporters all on you uh, asking you if you're going to have your job or not, you know. Right. Um, so it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens um, with with that company obviously and seeing if there are going to be more people on you know yeah for sure um and so the last thing we have in this a very long already already long episode is um playoffs are going on right now um we did get a couple of awards um for pelican rush and sparkle so <clears throat> uh rush won coach of the year Pelican won um, Rookie of the Year, and Sparkle won the Dennis Internet Hulk Hulka Award. So good for them. Um, there's an article uh, on their reactions on the Overwatch League website. We're already running long, so I don't really want to read it. But congratulations to these three um, players for their wins. Um, of course, Pelican is playing on the uh, Atlanta Rain, and both Rush and Sparkle are on the... Um, the Dallas fuel who like, yeah, they're not doing so hot right now, but like at the beginning of this season, they were on a hot streak. They did amazingly. And like, I think these awards are, are well-deserved. So congratulations to them. And so now looking at the current schedule of um, up to today, which I guess it, yeah, it's still Thursday. Um, looking at the schedule on Thursday and the, the records um, here's what we got. So starting on Tuesday, the Washington Justice lost one to three to the Dallas Fuel. The Philadelphia Fusion lost one to three to the LA Gladiators. The San Francisco Shock lost 0-3 to the Shanghai Dragons. Um, the Atlanta Rain lost two to three to the Chengdu Hunters. Now moving on to Wednesday, the Washington Justice lost 0-3 to the Atlanta Rain. The Philly Fusion lost two to three to the San Francisco Shock. The Hunters lost 0-3 to the Dallas Fuel. And the LA Gladiators lost one to three to the Shanghai Dragons. Um, now moving into today's matches, which is Thursday, the Atlanta Rain won three to two over the LA Gladiators. The San Francisco Shock beat the Chengdu Hunters three to two, and the Dallas Fuel lost one to three to the Shanghai Dragons. Um, so tomorrow's matches, not including the encores, which you can watch to get some. Uh, of those hours and Overwatch League tokens in. Um, the San Francisco Shock will be facing the Atlanta Rain. Um, whoever wins that is going to go up against the Dallas Fuel. And then, yeah, then we're going to move on to the uh, Grand Finals, which is going to be the Shanghai Dragons facing whoever comes out of the end of the playoffs. So 
uh, exciting stuff and we will we'll be sure to cover um i guess the end of this uh, the grand finals definitely um and probably the end of the playoffs we'll, we'll cover that for you next week in a gameplay episode but yeah that's that's the action of the overwatch league and stuff yeah i've I've only caught a couple of the matches and i've been getting updates from Artie on occasion um he's like it's, it's kind of busy over here um but it's really fun to watch so. um just to see like how far all of these players are going um i do like how this is playing out so far um as matt stated um we're, we're nearing the end of the playoff season right now so go ahead and get everything and we'll give you a full recap once we get out there um next week and we'll we'll give you our highlights and what we thought of everything so um i'm excited i'm excited to see where everybody ends up and it's definitely an interesting season nonetheless so yeah uh yeah we'll, we'll definitely see what who comes out on top you think Artie's and uh, Sky would be down to do a follow-up interview with us after all of this madness is over? Um, yeah, I, I don't see why not. It really depends on the schedule. Um, I know that I'm meeting, I'm meeting Artie actually in person, um, next month sometime. Are you going um, to Hawaii or is he coming to California? He's coming to Cali. <gasps> in fire season. Uh, surprisingly, uh, we, we got a certain, uh, update and, uh, thing, uh, we have planned. Ooh. So I'll, I'll give you guys a heads up of when that is going to be a thing. Um, I don't know if I could announce it yet. It's more like, uh, I, I just got the contact literally earlier today. So they're just like, Hey, uh, also Artie is in this and I'm like, Oh, okay. Uh, that's cool. So we'll, I'll give you guys an update on, uh, on everything. Well, Kevin, to to end this episode, what are your words of wisdom this week? Uh, don't make your subathons too too crazy. Uh, <laughs> I I made my subathon. Um, every subscriber gets fifteen minutes added to the timer. Um, I should have made it ten. Uh, take take note. Uh, if you're if you are gonna be doing that, um, uh, what else? Uh. Oh, uh, go watch Star Wars Visions. That that came out today. Um, I have not watched a single episode, but that is the anime Star Wars thing that's out on Disney Plus. So go watch that. Um, lots of really cool anime studios that have worked um, that I've seen do amazing work in the past. All came together to give you nine episodes that are straight from the Star Wars galaxy. So I'm excited for that. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll give you an update on everything else. Overwatch, uh, once the finals and everything else finishes up. So yeah, those are, those are my words of wisdom. And with that, we will leave you our lovely listeners and we will catch you all next week. Stay safe and enjoy watching all the Overwatch League stuff. Um, have fun playing games and adios. Next week, we bring you the latest in gaming and pop culture news. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. 
If you like what you hear, please like, rate, and subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast platforms and follow us on all social media at Believe in OWL. Questions or comments? Please send us an email at Believe in OWL at gmail.com. If you'd like to advertise with our show, please contact our network at Believe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.